Hey guys, welcome to You Chat Too Much podcast. This is a podcast where two international teachers, Joe and Madge, discuss various topics with the help of interesting and amazing guests each week. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to You Chat Too Much. This is our third season of the podcast with myself and Majid. We've got uh, a, a returning guest, Aoife, on today. Welcome back, Aoife. Hi, thanks for having me back. Oh, <laughs> bit of a delayed response there. A posh voice, is that what it was? <laughs> I wasn't delayed. I didn't think, anyway, it was. <laughs> Very delayed. Um, so what we're gonna what we're gonna do we're gonna get straight into it today, and I'm gonna uh, ask you some quick fire questions at the start, Aoife, just to uh, break the ice. Mm-hmm. So, first question, Aoife, uh, what would be your superpower and why? Um, flying, because uh, I feel like I've not done enough of it because <laughs> of COVID. So I'd like to just fly somewhere and I don't need to do any tests there's no like immigration none of that um I could and it's much cheaper um so that's definitely be my superpower just to be able to fly I think that's a good one personally I like it yeah I like it mm-hmm. uh what's your favorite breakfast um my favorite uh food in general is bread and since coming to Malaysia I found roti chanai and it's just an absolute dream so um 100% that right now i just love it dangerous isn't it it's dangerous it is yeah i could just do like five in a row yeah, and then yeah exactly but they're about, about they're about 400 calories each one but you could easily smash about five of them together. oh my god um, i didn't know that what's um last question which celebrity <laughs> would you like to meet and why um this is a tougher one i think I, one of my heroes as a kid was michael flatley <laughs> So uh, I don't know if you know, but anyone who's listening know who that is. So this is, yeah, you heard of Riverdance, the main guy. uh, I absolutely loved him. I fell in love with like Irish dancing watching that. And uh, I think he'd just be class. (laughs) Him, Random, but yeah, Michael Flatley. Would you want to just dance with him? Oh, he's getting on a bit now. Uh, Actually, you know, his legs are in short. Is he still alive? (laughs) Is <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah, I've he's not, not heard. He's old and like oh. he's definitely late fifties, if not sixty already. Oh, is it? So I'm not sure oh, if okay. he's like dancing still, but we probably have a quick jig, you know. That's Irish yeah, dancing yeah. term. I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> well recovered. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, season three, uh, exciting magic. We're on to season three. We always kind of uh, wondered where we'd get out of season one. So exciting that we're here. How do you feel, Madge, about season three? It's been um, it's been what about two months since we've since we've done it uh, the last season. So it feels feels quite a long time since we've been away from it. So as usual, you know, when you when you're trying to organise these things, can be kind of, kind of stressful once you're on it, but it, uh, it'll be good. Looking forward to it. Cool. So we're gonna we're gonna 
change the format slightly. So for each of our episodes we've got planned out for this season, um, it centers around a question that we're going to ask at the start and then kind of revert back to at the end to see whether our opinions change once we have our discussions with our guests and discussions amongst ourselves. So the question is for today is, should we learn to live with social media despite its negatives? Maz, you want to start us off with your initial response? Oh, man. Mine's going to be so quick. Um, yeah, I think I think we have to learn to live with social media regardless of its positives and negatives and whether there are loads of issues around it because we have no choice. It's in, it's in our lives. Uh, our generation's probably been the one where we've had to trans transition into social media and start from social media from scratch um, and it's going to be it looks like it's going to be in our future as well it keeps evolving doesn't it so we I think we have to learn to live with it but I think everyone's got to kind of delve a bit deeper into why they're on social media and how they use it I think that's what we'll look into later mm-hmm. Aoife what's, what's your initial thoughts on social media um, it's never going away it's only going to yeah. get bigger and it's grow a bigger beast. More people are making money from it and making like legit living. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a, it's a job now. And there are a lot of people who actually work in social media, not just like influencers and stuff. So it's a massive, massive economy. So, um, for sure, it's only going to get bigger anyways. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I totally agree. And I think it's how we, it's how we kind of live with it, isn't it? Um, so some facts here, uh, most people have on average about 7.6 social media accounts. It's like seven social media accounts. 7.6, what's you just half into one or what? Well, that's yeah. on average. You log the average internet sometimes user. Use it, you're either don't. on it or you're not on it. So why is there a point? That's a bit strange. 7. I feel like 6. that's reckon... like my Twitter account. That, You've got it. You know, like I have a Twitter account, but I never use it. No, I never use. You're either on it or you're not, right? Anyway, don't matter. Yeah. Um, Seven point six. I wonder if. um, I think. uh, But if you think about what, uh, let's ask Eva. Eva's probably on eight. Let's round it up to eight. So I can't Eva. (laughs) What 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 social media accounts do you have? I have Instagram. Yeah. Facebook. Yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Um. Does WhatsApp count? I'm guessing. I'm guessing WhatsApp's in that. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's YouTube, it. YouTube will be in it. Twitter. I I deleted Twitter a few years ago. Uh, that's your okay, point so six. You ha- that's your point six. Okay. <laughs> YouTube. Everyone has YouTube. YouTube's a social media account now. Yeah. I, I've got the app, but I don't have an account. Well, maybe you must have an account to like uh like you you log into an account so. When you, you click do. on your YouTube, it will show like your previous videos and what you watched, and it will ping yeah, up what's you, suited for you. Yeah, you teach most of your lessons lessons from it anyway, so we must have an account. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's just original. like just My videos mind. of Michael <laughs> Flatley. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you, have, didn't you have Snapchat? Didn't you have Snapchat? Um, I did have Snapchat, like. See. Uh, back in 2013 when I was in America that was massive and no one in the UK ever heard of it and then I went to America for my secondary uni and they're like you don't have Snapchat I was like no what is that so I had that but deleted that as well so So I guess so is that that's like nearly six then isn't it that you're obviously that you've had a couple that you've deleted 
and that, I, I suppose that is like the crazy thing where a lot of those now are connected so like even like your youtube account is like you will things will pop up on there for things that you have like googled or things that you've whatsapped or you know whatever else you know, that's what about one, you oh go on Aoife. another one is i've got strava and even though it's not oh, like yeah. social when you upload um your runs and stuff people like it and people yeah, follow I have that as well. like that. so that's kind of like a yeah. niche social I wonder, I wonder what i wonder what the social media accounts are counted for seven even then there's quite a lot in it to think about they're the main yeah. ones and then I reckon if you're a gamer, you'll have more accounts there as well. Maybe that get, gets yeah. counted. Oh, yeah. as, um, and there's all those other ones where you stream live as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're called, but like Twitch. Twitch, Twitch that's yeah. one, yeah. So, I mean. And then the what's key- the, um, like the Discord as well? Discord, that's a Twitch. One, yeah, Discord is what all of, a lot of like the new like cryptocurrencies and NFT programs and campaigns, they they kind of uh, publicize them on these discords, which is like a just big communities as well. Mm-hmm. Or which LinkedIn, is, LinkedIn it, as well. And then LinkedIn. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah I got that. See, there <laughs> okay, we go, so she, like eight. she's eight now, she's eight. Yeah. yeah. That, wow. is, that is mad though, that is Crazy, mad. And I, I'd, I'd probably, probably say that I have then five or six based on the LinkedIn and like, you know, Strava and things like that. So a couple of other little facts for you here as well, which is interesting as well, because this is, I think we're going to address this later as well, is more than one in three adults, 38% see social media use as harmful. Only 5% think it's positive. Wow. So that mean, that means I think the rest of it don't have an opinion? Either don't have an opinion or, or don't use it? No, but you got to think, what is it? I, saw, I saw a number the other day. Actually, I should have put this stat on. Um, it's low, roughly about 50% of the people in the world use social media or have smartphones, mm-hmm. something like that. It was 3.6 billion people. That's half the world's population, roughly. Have social, wow. have a social media account. So. And then this one's a good one because this is going to follow on to then a question that I'm going to ask Aoife. So a study found that 94% of participants reported feeling troubled when they don't have their phone. Now, mm-hmm. how often when you don't have your phone in your pocket, do you kind of feel like, oh, <laughs> where's my phone? Yeah. Like, I, I feel that. Like, Madge or Aoife, what, what about you? Yeah. I definitely feel it when it's not in my pocket, for example. Like if it would feel weird if my pocket didn't have my phone. Like if you don't, you know what I mean. Like you feel a little bit naked. Yeah. Like, like if you don't have your watch on. Um, yeah. But there are times when I do ignore like my phone. Like for example, um, I purposely don't have my phone. Or I have it with me, but I purposely don't use my phone when I'm having dinner um, with like Pearl and that, or family-wise. And probably when I watch TV, this is something that I've been so like. Watching TV at the end of the night, at the end of the day, is probably the only time I get to myself um, where the kids are asleep, me and Pearl are watching something. Um, but quite often, I then go on to my phone, and that's when I checked my social media accounts. But then I end up missing half of what's on TV. 
and Pearl's even worse for it. Pearl goes through the whole, nearly through the whole episode without watching it and then asks me questions. So like that sort of thing, the the one thing that I have done on my phone is I put my sleep time earlier. So then it, it basically puts it on do not disturb. And then because I don't get any notifications, I, I watch TV now properly, like without any, um, any distractions. Yeah. yeah. I think we are, I think we are so addicted to it, aren't we? Yeah, for sure. I called my, um, I was calling my mum yesterday on uh, on WhatsApp, like the video thing, and she didn't pick up twice. And I was like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? What's happened? You know? And then I then called my dad, who then was like, oh, she, she's left her phone. She, she's gone somewhere and left her phone. And I was like, oh my God. And he was like, yeah, I'm worried. Like, I don't, how, how am I going to reach her? And like, they haven't, they've only had phones more recently. Like they can remember not ever having phones and having to like dial up and everything else. So send, even send pigeons. Like, yeah, literally like write <laughs> to each other, imagine having to write letters. So even like that generation, like I think everyone is the same now with phones, not just like younger people. There's a, there's a stat here as well, Joe, later on, like, 70% expected to feel depressed, panicked and helpless if their phone went missing or they couldn't find it. And I know that I've I lost was. my phone once. I've, my phone's been smashed where it's not, it's broken. And I have panic. That's like since the smartphones. And the only the only reason why I like panic is because my main way of communicating is through WhatsApp. Like the mm-hmm. like the social media is not such an issue for me. Like a lot, well, you can get on Facebook and Instagram through your laptop anyway. But it was it was the WhatsApp. Um, yeah, and it, it, it was it does it does panic you because you're like it's the main way you connect to people who send text messages and who. And they're also, also so expensive. What? I'm like, the, oh my god! Yeah. The phones lost phones. like eight hundred pounds or a couple of thousand ringgit. But you can get the cheaper ones. But the cheaper ones are just so slow compared to like when you use yeah. the iPhones. It's just hard to use. So if we kind of move it back to, because I think as soon as we start talking about social media, then we also talk about phones and technology and communication, which. I think is like it's got to be one of the initial positives of social media if if we think about like the community that it can bring in the um you know for me like Instagram is one of those ones where I communicate with people short little comments here and there on post on posts or people send me links to things I mean that's one of the ways that we communicate Madge by sending each other videos or clips or pictures of things or you know Madge sends me like soppy quotes about how much he appreciates my friendship and things like that most of the time (laughs) so this is like points of communication Um, but something that I wanted to kind of ask Aoife about as well is like posting of photos because I remember sending something to Madge actually a little while ago and the quote was like, if somebody posts a picture of themselves, don't congratulate them or um, say how pretty or handsome they look, but actually reach out and check that they're okay. Because in in his eyes, I think, I, I want to say it was Ed Sheeran that said it on an interview. But it was, it was basically, he yeah, was, was suggesting that, he was suggesting that they were like craving attention. So they are probably in a dark place that they're posting images of themselves. Like, oh, I've just done a really great gym workout with a big smile. 
that actually that's probably not how they are feeling. Mm. So question for you, Aoife, is because you are active on social media, when you post things on social media, um, you're more of a stories than a, you're more stories than posts. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I can't think about you. Uh, more stories than posts, but Insta. yeah. Why? Like what's the process for doing it? And when you're choosing the photo, when you're choosing the story, like what, what is going through your mind when you're posting it and what, what's your expectation coming back? Um, if I'm gonna, it has to be a, an event or something like special <laughs> to go on like my feed, my Instagram, like grid. Um, so things like big events or like a, a birthday or travel or something like that. And I've just, since you actually said people posting pictures of themselves, um, I don't ever, I don't think I ever really do that. Like all I'm just flicking down my Instagram feed now and it's, there's always at least one or more people in the photos with me. I, I, I feel a bit cringy if I just put like yeah. one photo of myself, but stories are like, I like reposting things or if I'm tagged in something, it just kind of builds a picture of like that day. And then something that I really love is mm -hmm. the um, rewinds one. So like what I posted eight years ago comes up or what happened this time last year. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like the nice memory thing, but, I also like how temporary stories are. So it's not on there forever. It's just it's like, ah, oh, look at this. And then it's gone kind of thing. I quite like stories more so. But why, why do you feel the need to post mm. stories? Um, just cause it's like, I don't know, something that you've done that day or something that is more instant that you're kind of just sharing for 24 hours or however long it is. And then it's gone. It's just kind of like a, more like a diary, I don't know, like a diary of the day, whereas a thing I put on the um, grid is more like a memory. Like I know it's going to stay there and it's, you can look back on it. Does that make sense? That's yeah, how it I does make it. sense. That's how I use it. Or my, but my what's in, philosophy. <laughs> yeah, but what's, I suppose what, what is interesting, and there isn't like a right or wrong, and I'm not trying to grill you on this either, mm -hmm. because me and Madge go back and forth about this is uh, because it's not something that is going to be long-term for you, for example, on your stories, you're not keeping them. So yeah. in terms of like, it's a daily diary, but it's a, it, it disappears after 24 hours, doesn't it, or something? Yeah. So that initial day, you post it often uh, to kind of have that little bit of feedback from people. For example, if you posted something, and and you and your other half went around and you did like had this great day and you posted all these really nice photos and you eating really nice food and stuff and then mm. nobody responded nobody like left a smiley face to a heart or a fire emoji on things would you have that same desire to then post the next day or do you feel better when people respond to it um i don't really react to what people have said on stories because it's not really i'm not really putting it out there for someone to be like oh my gosh like look how good your breakfast was like i don't actually yeah, like yeah. it's just on there because i it looks pretty but i wouldn't like put it on 
so something that is on grid, I think that's when I'm a little bit more looking for a reaction or because I've tagged someone else or, you know, it was yeah, a really yeah. great time and the people who are in the photos, then it is. But this, like the weekend just gone, I was in my stories, 100% I was showing off, 100%. And I'm not going to like lie about that. All of the rugby yeah. snaps that happened, like I was like, oh, oh yeah, my yeah. God, how sick is that? Like I was well chuffed with those pictures. And well, the ones I'm where you look like you're passing wind. <laughs> and the ones on absolutely dominating the scrum and all of them tackles and that hand off. We're not looking at them properly, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to put that on my, like, um, on my grid because it's, it's just me. And it, I am 100% showing yeah. up. And I did get a lot of reaction. And I was like, yes, absolutely <laughs> laughing that up. But I'm not looking for a reaction at my dinner plate, you know? It's just, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's um, made food, you know? I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because I think that's that's where I this is where I'm going to come from as well is because I think people so I've got a few things to say but I initially think that people put things pictures of themselves for a reaction so me and Joe kind of talk about this right we talk about selfies are called selfies for a reason right um so <laughs> whether you take a picture of yourself or your food I think there's two things is I've got a friend as well who's openly admitted to this and she listens to this podcast and I'm guessing she's going to call me out after, but she's openly said to me that the only reason I share things on Facebook and Instagram is because I want to make other people jealous, right? And she and you know when she's on holiday, like that you know when she's on holiday because her social media account goes crazy, right? And, and, and she just says, like, I just want to show people that look, even that I'm this age and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, that this can still happen and this can still happen. So it's a little bit like, she wants to be inspirational, but she's also showing off as well. And then the other thing is, is I think people post things of themselves to get some sort of reaction. And I think, and the only reason I'm saying that is because I've also felt that myself. So um, when it was mainly when I use in uh, LinkedIn, actually, by the way, I, I the only two accounts that I really use is Facebook and uh, Instagram. We'll talk about that later as another question, but the, the the first time I kind of realized it was at LinkedIn, which I don't use anymore, but um, I used to have a, like a website, like a professional working website where I used to like post resources and stuff. And I used to spend, I was like one of those people that I wanted to kind of get involved in the community, share it, have these conversations online. And, and, and I spent a lot of time on, and I used to use Twitter and LinkedIn for both, for the same thing. And um, one, one of the things I realized is once I started posting things on there, I was instantly thinking about whether people were liking it or whether I got any comments. And so then when I went back, I was going back on it, like pretty much like 20 minutes, 30 minutes later, looking at if I've got any likes on it or if I've someone shared it on Twitter or if anyone made a comment. And then I was like, why, why am I doing this? And that's when I kind of realized that this is where that addiction comes from, doesn't it? Mm. And um, like now, I'll talk about the other stuff later. How about you, Joe? What do you uh yeah i go back and forth because i i oh about what you what you just said there i mean uh, we've had this conversation a lot about you know about kind of that uh getting that gratification from like other people commenting on what you've done and uh, i think i think we can all be prone to like posting things wanting to like kind of show off a little bit that's that's social media there's nothing, there's very rare occasions where you see things on social media that aren't highlights of like great things. And mm. 
the only people that show the bad side of things are those social media stars that kind of want to attract another side of an audience and be like, oh, look, I have an eight pack, but look, in the morning, I only have four, you know, and, and that type of thing. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, I think for me, like, I've, I think it's more out of laziness where like now I just, I just don't really post anything on Instagram. And I think the only thing I do is like, if people tag me in things, I'll repost it. Um, that is all but you do on Instagram. <laughs> that's all I do. Yeah, that's all I do. Um, I did go for a stage of like, you know, uh, on holidays and events or like you were saying, Aoife, like those things would like go onto my main Instagram page. But now I just, I just find myself like, can't be bothered to do it. I can't think of anything witty to go as my caption. I can't really be bothered to like edit my photos to make them look even better than they are like you know so i find myself just having those photos because that's the important thing isn't it you know and madge you talk about having your like one minute videos or whatever you know they can stay on my phone i don't need other people to see that i've got it um and the the little um stories that i repost mostly i just get like a, a reply from my like my mum and dad just being like oh i love the story oh i love the, you know seeing this um and that's about it getting getting the odd thumbs up and the odd comment from people is nice because sometimes you get a little message from someone that you haven't heard from in a while that randomly say oh that looks cool oh what did you do here or something like that but yeah i don't really think too much about it now uh, but there are other things in social media that really get me down. Um, but uh, but which... don't, don't you think it's a problem? I don't know if, if you do. Do you agree with what I'm saying that when people post things, it's either because they're trying to make other people jealous or there's some sort of craving attention. Do you think there's any other reason? I mean, the only other one I can think of is like when they're trying to inspire the people. But I think I, I, think... Don't, I don't think many people do that in with that intention. Anyway. I think that's bullshit when people say that. Hey, don't swear on a you, little mate. bit when people say I'm trying to inspire sorry but like you know I'd call that out sometimes is when people say I'm just trying to inspire people often that is just like a a way of trying to show off as well isn't it mm. I, I think, think I generally think when people are just constantly putting photos of themselves and constant selfies they're they're after something they're after like it's and I I do notice that I'm like there's like seven, um, seven like selfies all in a row, or like I don't know, and it's just them. That I do think that if you your Instagram is or any account is a bit like that, then I do feel like that's the attention side of things. Um, but I mean, everyone does look for attention in some form, and whether but it's that's that's my like, point. That's my that's the point I was going to come to. Was hmm. the thing with social media is that people can hide behind the screen, right? And one of my biggest problems is I don't generally see people who are the same on social media and the same in real life. They're two different people most of the time. Is that they're either really quiet in life, most of the time actually, they're really quiet in life, won't say anything, won't have the discussion, but when they're on social media, they're having this best life, they're, not, they're making out that their life is this. And the problem with social media is, I think most of the time, I don't think it's ever or the opposite is you always see the best part of someone's life, right? So whether I'm, I'm with a group of friends, I'm having, I'm having some drinks and I'm out in a bar 
you're showing people that you're having the time of your life. You move to a different country. You're doing this. You're doing that. You know. So there is that. And that's what that gets to me because I don't think if that person was like that in real life, would you know that person? On a on a on a and would you have a relationship with them in in terms of a friendship? You'd probably think, well, you're a bit self-centered. But no one's going to show the boring stuff. No one. But it's not about. But what I'm saying is like you 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 kind of show two different lives. So it's like what I'm saying is if if someone was in our staff room, for example, and they were craving attention and they were trying to make us jealous, what what you would you would you still talk to that person? Um, I think I still do. No, <laughs> I don't know. What would you be doing in real life to crave attention? People I, I crave attention. People can crave attention when they come in loud and they they want to talk about themselves and they want to say all these good things that they're doing and they yeah, they want to show yeah, like you know what I'm talking about. And straight yeah, away, yeah, if yeah. I if I come across those people, I'm out of the staff room and I'm having a look for myself <laughs> somewhere else. If someone's trying to make mm. me feel jealous and they're trying to make me feel small and trying to make out their life is better than ours. Mm-hmm. Again, you wouldn't be around those people because they're just making you feel bad, aren't they? they they're basically giving mm. themselves hype and they're making you feel negative. Like, so that's mm. what I'm, that's what my point is that that's what social media is doing, and we we are actively participating in it. But yet, we would not do that in real life, and that's kind of the thing that an, uh, annoys me about social media and people who use it in that way. Yeah, I think I think that's the point you make, though, Matt, just spot on because social media is set up to only show the best bits and only potentially show people showing off because you you're never going to know all of these people and you don't know the background like what they're doing or where they've come from and and all of those factors so that's that's always a difficulty with it Uh, a question for you Aoife is um since you started using social media what what do you think has changed with your relationship with it as you've got older and how has how has things changed since your very first one what was your what was your first social media bebo um i think myspace myspace yeah myspace yeah and you know what i used to spend so long finding codes to make it like really cool and like my music and background and only showing like little things so it's just one page and no matter how many codes you found you were never cool that was the that was the realization. No, clearly, I'm on this podcast. <laughs> smashing <laughs> it, smashing but, it, mate. <laughs> um, I think now I'm very much more like selective and um, about what I would post, and I think about it a bit more. And um, yeah. something that I would have posted maybe at uni um, in a different setting, I would not post now um, because. Yeah you're just a different person, aren't you? You're older and you're like, actually, that was kind of, I'm not going to post something of me like drinking, like, or like just in a different scenario and things like that. So um, definitely I use it less. I don't post really as much. Um, Definitely don't use Facebook at all now. Like it's, Mm -hmm. I don't even know why I have it, to be honest. Um, I have, I don't think I posted anything on Facebook for literally like 10 years, but it's Mm. just, it's just there. And if you delete it, I just feel like all of the stuff, I think I first joined um, Facebook when I was in like 2006, maybe, or eight, something like that. Um, I was definitely in yeah. high school and oh, there's so many memories on there. So many and like pictures from so many years ago, like 10 years ago plus like, so I kind of also don't want to like get rid of that, but I don't 
know why I still have Facebook at all. Like, there's no reason for me to Madge, have it. What, it. What, about, what about you, Madge? How's things changed since, uh, since um, MySpace? So, uh, let's forget about MySpace. Let's go on to Facebook. <laughs> Facebook, when I was at uni, was like the time, that time when I, Facebook came out. I reckon it was like a year old when I joined it. And at that time, it was how it was originally built when it for the u university students. So you mm. had to use your university account to make an account on Facebook. So I was. Oh, I, but was, I didn't know that. I was the OG, <laughs> one of the OGs. Yeah, yeah, that's what oh. you have to do. Yeah. And then it became commercial because it was, I think, was it like made for Harvard students initially? And then it made yeah. it between the two Ivy League universities. Yeah. And then it just amongst universities. Tell so, about that. Um, yeah. yeah, there is. Um, <laughs> other movies are available. Just. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that's how we started but then what you're saying Aoife as well is that uh Facebook as well I've I've not had it for ages and I've just recently come back on it but you're right I look back at things and I was one of those that used to like put up, uh, a status up every bloody day or something and it makes me yeah, I when I look to. back at it uh, and then and then some of the photos that are on there are quite inappropriate which were cool at the time but nice it's just inappropriate and stuff like that so it does make me cringe but the the thing with facebook is and i never had i took facebook the app off for ages and i just had messenger on there because there's a certain generation that uses facebook and don't use instagram yeah. and i i've kind of got that generation on my facebook and they don't really use instagram and plus my instagram is not made for friends to be honest i'll talk about it in a second but facebook now for me in the past i would say i've come back on it about four or five months ago and I just use it for the group. So there's two groups I use it for. One's like a, a fitness group that I joined, um, the one for my dieting and stuff and the nutrition stuff. And that's like a community. And then there was one for the iPhone photography course that I did. So I only use it, go on that and I look at the notifications and I just, if there's anything that's on there, I'll just have a quick look and I'm off it after two, three minutes. I don't scroll down and have a look at other people's business. Um, and then Instagram, uh, when I came on Instagram, I hardly had anyone who was my friend on there. Like it was just basically I created it as a space that I wanted it to be. So the only thing I really post is my one second videos that are monthly videos. And I've been doing that for now four years. So uh, when I first had that account, there's no way of saving those videos. And I was worried if I lose my phone. So I only put, I put it, I purely put my videos up just to save it somewhere. Um, and I, I'm not bothered about reactions and stuff, but, um, and then also my Instagram, I wasn't following like my friends, like it was just, I would only follow, follow like people who I would want to follow who are like kind of positive. So it'd be like celebrities, fitness pages, you know, nutrition pages, sport pages, wherever. And I, I've got Instagram to there now. So like when I'm on Instagram, I'm only seeing that to be honest. And then I think there was, there was an episode, the episode that we did about friendships, Joe. That's when I changed mm -hmm. my mind about, because then I was like, when people used to try to add me on Instagram, I didn't add them back. I didn't add them because I was like, I don't really, why, why are we going to, I don't post anything. Why do you want to be on some of my social media sort of thing? But one of the things I realized was actually my friendships are now like that. They're more evolved and they're more around social media. And that's probably the only way I can keep in touch with some of the people, most of the people actually, especially now you don't have their WhatsApp, you don't have numbers and WhatsApp and stuff like that. So, um, Instagram is probably the only way to communicate for me now. Um, but one of the blessings is is stories because all those people I have added as my friends, initially they were on my feeds and that sort of thing would, would have really annoyed me. 
and I would have taken those people off. But like now they put everything on stories and I don't check stories. So when people post things about themselves all the time regularly, like they do on stories, that sort of thing does annoy me. So I've kind of got Instagram to where it, where I want it to be and kind of use social media for all the positives as there is. And I don't really get annoyed by it. You, you have a, you, you have a very interesting relationship with social media. You want to explain about that? Uh, so for me, I've, I've definitely gone from the point of like using it loads. I used Facebook all the time in at university. And what I do now with Facebook is every day, uh, you know, when it pops up with like your memories, I basically just spend time deleting, uh, various mm-hmm. posts that I posted in uni, like Sorry. just like ridiculous things. Like, uh, you know, when it, it would just be. What was the caption? It would be like, feels like or just like or whatever. And I'd be like, feels like a bowl of Cocoa Pops or like once a bowl, of, you know, or like once a Nando's or, but also just other things like when people would jump on your Facebook and, and write statuses for you, like, oh, like, you know, and would just use terminology, which like isn't something that I want associated with me, my name, anything. So that I delete and then untag or delete photos of me, you know, just younger that I just think, why, like, why do I ever want these to be, you know, me to be tagged in these things. But I keep Facebook for this sense of, uh, I like the groups. I like the buy and sell stuff on Facebook. Um, and it is just a whole, you know, I added through university and high school and stuff. I added, I had everybody on Facebook. You know, I've got people on there like, you know, random people on there that I I maybe met once and I added them. Whereas Instagram, I'm I'm a little bit more selective, uh, and you know, I have people that add me that kind of do that thing of like, oh, I've met you once, I'm just going to add you now, and I'm like, oh, I'm not really that invested in seeing like having you see all of my reposted stories or whatever else. But I, I don't know, I just feel like Instagram's a little bit more selective. I think where I struggle with social media, and this is uh, this is something that I always need to kind of approach, is just getting myself like kind of caught up in the fact that it isn't real. And like even when I'm in, in maybe a mood where I'm not feeling like super positive or uh, or absolutely loving my life that I'm like watching other people's and I'm going ah I should be doing that why are they doing this you know and it's to be honest it's more my fault because it's accounts that I follow like related to sports or uh, money or wealth or fashion or all these like random things so I think what I try and do is I have like little spells of just like taking it off my phone especially when I'm trying to be productive with work or or for example like when we went on holiday just before Christmas like I had like a week where I just deleted everything I deleted WhatsApp uh just had a week where I just didn't really do anything and those are the times when like I I kind of realized that I really don't need it but I enjoy flicking through it sometimes but I need to like make sure I don't get caught up in it which is so easy to do but I think with maturity, like I realize how ridiculous it is. I cannot imagine the pressure for like high school kids 
um, clicking on it and things like that. I think that would be pretty intense. Mm. So, uh, yeah. You know, that's, that's probably that's probably my view on it. You're, so it, it just sounds like you are still working through that. You haven't found that balance yet, have you, with social media? Um, whether it's you're spending too much time on it or it's, it's people that you follow. Because like now you think um, there's so much like negatives. I think there are more negatives that come out of social media than there are positives and that you just said like you get caught up and you're, you're comparing yourself and you're seeing the best of all people but like now people like have like weeks off where they go to like um holidays where they, they're specifically made not yeah like retreats where there's no technology and it's just like proper just nature and no electricity like no devices allowed to mm-hmm. be used and that's how serious it's, get, it's getting and if, if if there's retreats and people paying for that sort of thing is something that we need to goes back to the original question in it like how do we um should we learn to live with it even despite its negatives as well um so i just want to I have kind a story of... about being trolled okay go on. go on so this is i just from like the negative part of it so when i came to malaysia 2020 like i obviously had to do um my two weeks quarantine in a hotel and uh, one of my friends was like, I didn't have TikTok at the time. They're like, well, get it, get it, get it. You know, um, you'll get, your videos will go viral because it was such a big thing at that time, people in quarantine. And it was so weird. Only like very, very small percentage of the world were ever going to do this. So I was like, yeah, fine. And it used to take me maybe an hour to do a video, which would take up an hour of quarantine. Wow. So it was great. Yeah. And then um, one of the videos I... Um, a food item that I got, which was so weird. Um, it was, to me at the time, was tea in a plastic bag. And for me, that it was cold. And I was like, this is not, I'm, I'm Irish, like hot tea, that, that rules my world, right? So I got that in quarantine, never been outside, set foot in Malaysia yet. And then, so I filmed myself um, putting that in the bin. I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna have that. Um, and then I got outrageously trolled um, like the comments were awful. And I thought, I was thinking if I was a kid or if I wasn't like a confident person or like genuinely an adult who I know what the real world is, I know that TikTok is just fake really. I would really, these, these comments were quite harsh. So I actually turned off my comments on that video. I had to, because it was constant and constant. And I was thinking, please, if I, was like 13 or something you know a young kid that would be seriously 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 damaging um and it it like some of the videos have got like over 2 million views on on my tiktok which is wild um and i just think imagine if i ever showed my face on it or i never have my it's very mm. obscure my name on there as well because it was just purely for, for quarantine but it was shocking it was it was awful you know, th- honestly, it's also that's comments. that's true as well because like whenever i see like when you, uh, someone posts something on Instagram, like famous people, all this kind of have a look at the comments and you just see how many are like negative, so many oh, negative really? comments. It's ridiculous. But then also the other thing was, uh, I kind of didn't mention, I don't know if this happens for you, but one of the reasons why even today I deleted someone off Instagram because I was like, mate, you're on my Instagram too much. Um, and the reason why is because I, I'm constantly like trying to build a healthy relationship with social media. And, when things like that annoy me and anger me, but it's it's one of the things I notice is, you know, if like stories, if I check stories regularly and if that was on my stream, cause on Facebook, it's on your stream in it. 
I always find myself judging people. Like, you know, and it's not something I do on purpose, but I always find myself like making internal comments in my head and like kind of judging someone. Um, and that's the reason why I, I take all of that off because I'm thinking, well, it's not something positive, is it? I think uh, I think you're you always kind of find yourself judging people a little bit, and I think that's part of it, isn't it? Um, mm. I think I think there's a couple things I do want to address. There is there are a lot of positives to social media, and this is something which is quite cool about it is the fact that people are making a lot of money in it, doing oh, social yeah, media social media not just as an influencer because that's something that we i want to kind of address in another episode about the kind of celebrityism nature of like kids growing up wanting to be a social media star like that's like a job that they believe in which is true like you know to be a youtuber is like a legit job yeah. pays way more than the majority of people would ever imagine earning but is that is that like a construct that we actually want to you know develop in our kids but the other thing is like there is a lot of really good news updates learning all of those things like i'm i'm so addicted to those like uh those like random video those random hacks that you see like did you know this and it's just those like little video clips of people like showing you things that you never really ever thought about before functions of things that you never thought about so there's a lot of like fun things and and it is another communication tool that we use but i suppose then we're we're end match on on the question and whether whether any of your views or opinions have changed should we learn to live with social media i i would say we have to learn to live with it. And I don't think necessarily our conversation has changed my view on it. I think for me is, is just, we've got to learn to moderate our, our use of it. And then also, I suppose, educate people on how to use it effectively. What do you think on that? Um, yeah, I think Imagine. I still have the same view as what we did at the start, but what I did appreciate was when Aoife kind of said, and I was we were kind of probing with the question about why do you post things? And I think when I and when I try to put it that way about like whether you would be still friends with people or be with people if they are being self-centered and if they are trying to make you feel jealous and it's trying to put things into perspective. And I don't I, I have no issue with people using social media for that reason. I just think that whenever I ask that question to people, they always feel uncomfortable with it because it's that that realization of, well, actually, yeah, if I was to meet you face to face and you were like that as a person. Uh, if you were like that face to face, I would react in a different way. So it's just like, as long as you're comfortable with saying, yeah, I don't mind being, uh, getting reaction and making people jealous and I'm okay with that. And I know that's what I'm posting it for. Go ahead, you know? And then I, I think just recognizing behaviors of yourself. So like, I, I think I've got social media in a place where like, for example, I know that if I was seeing posts of people regularly that are like kind of that I find fake or I'm starting to make judgmental judgments in my head. Like, I think everyone does that. It's natural for us to do it, but recognizing that, and I don't like that about myself. So then I just kind of get rid of that side of social media for myself and kind of made it into a space where I, what interests me and what kind of makes me feel better and what kind of motivates me and how, 
usually, to be honest, social media is the main thing I use it for is to learn something new. So like I've kind of got it set up in that sort of way. So I think, yeah, you just kind of have, have to reflect on um, how you use it and why you're using it. And it's that question why and trying to set it up in that way. Like personally, I don't like for me, I get bored on social media pretty quick. I only use it probably like 20 minutes a day. And it's like first thing in the morning and probably last thing at night. Throughout the day, I don't use it at all. Um, and then there are days when I do like now, right now we're doing like isolation. And I know that I've just got loads of free time. I have been on it more, but I get so bored of it really quick. Like I only scroll like probably three, four times. And then that's it. I'm done. I'll come off it and do something else. So I think it's also down to your personality as well. Um, and, and, and as I suppose the, the younger guys now, they're, they're in a different mindset and to what we were when we were brought up. So what do you think, Aoife? Um, I love it. <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, love Instagram. Uh, I see what my friends are doing all the time. Um, I, I communicate with everyone, a lot of people on it. My parents actually follow me as well. Um, and they really enjoy it because they know what I'm doing from day to day. They, I'm not going to call them every day, but if they look at my story, they know exactly what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and they mm -hmm. can see my face kind of like doing bits and bobs and they now feel like they are a bit more part of my life, um, living here. So they think it's great, um, as well. I think just, it's just how you, how you use it. If you, if you want to show what, if you want to make everyone jealous of you, listen, we're expats you cannot tell me that we haven't posted things on there being like oh look how amazing my expat life is and it's winter and raining for mm -hmm. you everyone has done that every single person who's an expat and it doesn't have to be an expat i'm doing it all the time and i know for a fact everyone is like oh, i'm living vicariously through you some of my friends are saying that that's great i want to show off how amazing my life is over here because that's the reason why i came here in the first place because i knew i'd have a better life um so yeah, as long as you own it, it's fine, right? Um, I, but, I love but Instagram. But then, but then, <laughs> is it is it our responsibility with the negative side of that? Because if that's the that's the that's the problem with social media, isn't it? Like, if you, I'm not saying that that's your intention, but because you're you're putting your best life out there, and you're having a better life than someone else. What they see is this unrealistic expectation. Um, and but is it they, unrealistic? For some people, it is, isn't it? Yeah, but, but some, what I'm saying is that if they if they look at you and say, "Oh, look at her, man! I wish, I wish I had made that decision. I wish, oh, look at, uh, oh, she's she doesn't have any kids. I've got two kids and I'm living at home and I've got a mortgage. How am I supposed to do that?" And then it has that internal conversation, and then what happens is that's what I mean. It has that negative impact on that person. I'm not saying it's your responsibility, but but if you allow it, should right? we be aware of that, or is that down? Emotional. Should if that you allow then, it? Yeah do that to you the other people are like oh you've got a house you've got a mortgage you've got you've got kids and someone else is going oh you you're having an expat life there's someone else that, like everyone is always going to yeah, be yeah. there's always going to be something mm -hmm. so it's, it's not my responsibility then to have them them feelings or like i'm not thinking about what all of my couple of hundred followers are thinking i don't take their their yeah. opinions into account when i post something it's just what i want to post hmm. i can't be thinking about it too much well, like it's that. your it's your pers yeah it's your perspective of what of what 
you know you want out of instagram as well and it's like everything's relative isn't it so you you might think oh i'm having the best life here like and i'm eating a really nice pizza and you know i'm in malaysia and then someone else is like well i'm i'm on a private jet so it's like well actually your life isn't that great so there's always there's always somebody but it's it's relative and i i get the point that you're making if i like I've got friends in the UK that might have kids and have a house and have a car and stuff. And I sometimes look at them, even though they're looking at me going, oh, you've got the best life ever. I look at them and go, oh, actually, like, you've got a house, you've got a car, you've got kids. Like, that's, they're quite, like, big, stable things as well. So it's, it's all, like, it's how you perceive the images and how you perceive, and it comes down to then how you feel about yourself rather than you know other yeah. because it you know if you're happy if you look at photos of Eva and she's eating tea out of a bag and you're happy with that then that's fine but if you're not like again it comes down to like what you perceive as is suitable or not and how you feel about yourself yeah. and that's I think what you need to that's what we need to address more is like how you feel about yourself before yeah. you can worry about then I suppose it's your responsibility exactly. as well how your social media is used and in it if you're having those negative effects then you shouldn't be using it or you should make it into a because I was just thinking exactly. then like whenever I, I don't post anything but when I like when I generally when I travel more I will post things and they just use it like landscape for sort of photos not of me but I only my intention to post them is because one is I want to put it into a space where it's like kind of look back in memories that's mm. my intention but there's also other things that could come from that photo. It could make other people jealous. It could, you know, it could inspire. It could make, you know, all these other things. But my intention is always, regardless of if I got any followers or not, I will always still post it on there because I just need a place to save. It. And Instagram is just yeah. one of the easiest places to do it. So, yeah, I kind of get that. All right, we're gonna finish with some uh, quick fire questions, Efa. The first ones are icebreaker questions. These are quick fire questions. You ready for these, match? Yep. Oh. I'll do the first one. Uh, Aoife, what's your favorite place of all places you've traveled and why? Cuba. Um, I went to Cuba um, after my A-levels. Uh, my parents, I was very, very fortunate. They just went, you've done your A-levels, where do you want to go? And I was like, oh my God, chose Cuba. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Just the, the culture and then also the beach as well. We did both. And one of my favorite memories is literally eating a mango that someone had picked on the beach. Incredible. Would suggest everyone going to Cuba if you can. Next. Sounds good. <laughs> What's the best piece of advice you've been given? Oh my goodness. Um, look after yourself. Literally, like, that, that can mean a lot of different things. Yeah. But like, just look after yourself or, you know, make decisions for yourself. Um, just kind of that leads into like, follow what you want to do, go for it kind of thing. Very broad, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I like that. And then final one, what's one thing still on your bucket list? Um, oh, literally travel, please. Travel everywhere. Um, and What's your number one on the list for traveling? 
if you could only go to one place this year, where would you go? Thailand. I think. Okay. Um, yeah. But I think I wouldn't definitely for summer. Um, bucket list, other things. I would really love to jump out of a plane. I know that's very cliche. I'll push nice. you, mate. No uh, problem. Oh, I bet you would. <laughs> and you'd snap the bungee cord as well. <laughs> I want to do that There too. won't be any bungee cord on it, mate. What are you on about? <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're definitely... Bucket list has literally just always been travelling. Um, I very is that shallow? I mean, everyone's no, is like that, no, right? No. I don't have any big like no, no, that's good. things. It's so but much yeah. that comes out of travelling, though, isn't it? It's not you don't just yeah. yeah exactly. You don't just travel to post it on your pictures on your social media, is it? I mean, you do it for more than that. So. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> yeah, you know, make people jealous and that. Awesome. Uh, thanks, Aoife, for being on our, our first episode of season three and being being honest and probed about social media. It's been really good. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. That's first, so special. First return guest. Imagine that. Look at that. You've got really? that. Yeah. Am I? Wow. Yeah. How different exactly. topics as well. Religion to social media. Exactly. I'm just... Put them both together. And what have you got? A new religion. Smashed it. <laughs> well, it is. It is. Yeah. That's another one for another time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks i appreciate you coming on and being honest as well um i was hoping that Welcome. you was gonna say something like that uh yeah but um yeah thank you again see you soon thanks. hi guys thanks for listening if you like the podcast go ahead and subscribe share it with someone if you think they might enjoy it or if they might learn something new if you have any comments or would like to join us on an episode Email us at youchattoomuch at gmail.com.